Welcome to Lompoc Foursquare Church's podcast. Enjoy the message. So don't worry, uh, this won't be a long sermon, uh, which usually means absolutely nothing when you're in church, right? But I want to bring up a scripture, if you can. It's Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23 to 25, and I'd like you to read it with your best. It's going to be a short sermonette voice, okay? Let's read. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful, and let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but... But, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day approaching. So one of her lines was that we would be rooted in hope and authenticity. When I saw Lana posting that, I thought, man, that makes a great little sermonette. Hope and authenticity. And what does the writer of Hebrews tell us? Let us hold what? Uh, Unswervingly. In other words, don't let your life go off the rails. Don't swerve like a car on black ice. Don't you dare swerve. You stay the course. And what are we supposed to hold on to? What's the one word? A hope. We profess it with our mouth, but watch. When we hold on to it, people see it. There's something about hope when it rises up inside of you, and it causes people to question, why are they hopeful while they're going through that? And people are looking for an authentic representation of Jesus Christ through our lives. I think people have seen enough religion. I think people have seen enough fanaticism. I think people just want to see that Jesus meets us right where we are and allows us to live authentically in front of others with hope that's in our hearts. And then he says that we are to consider. Look at that word, consider. It's to ponder deeply. It's to focus upon. It's to listen. Because everyone has a story to tell. If you look, and if you listen, and if you pray, and if you discern, and if you feel, God's going to open up for you doors to someone else's soul as you consider. Now, think about this. It's probably not something we do every morning when we pray. But Lord, help me consider. Help me consider the people I will meet today and how I can what? Spur them on. How I can cheer them on. You know about spurs. Lena knows about spurs. They're on the bottom of the boots, right? And you just take those spurs and what do you do? Any horse people? Come on. Yeah, you you squeeze your legs a little bit, right? And if the horse is being mischievous, you give him a little spur, right? And so our assignment is to spur each other. It's running up and down the side of the soccer field when the child's going the wrong way about to score, the wrong goal. No, I love you, but turn around. You want to spur him on to good works, you know? I was at my grandson's basketball game not too long ago, and guess what? One of his teammates... Because, you know, they switch baskets, right? At the halftime, he got confused and scored for the other team. I was there. I thought to myself, okay. Do you, but he made a basket. Do you applaud for the basket in a wrong hoop? Yeah, I did. Yay, great shot. 
I could have said, great shot, dummy, wrong hoop. No, 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 no. Great shot, man. And I said under my breath, don't do it again. I want you to picture it this way. Someone's in a kayak, and they are rowing, paddling as hard as they can against the tide. They want to get to the dock. And every time they get near the dock, the kayak goes back out. They, 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 they can't get there. Kayaks. Years ago, I got into kayaking. We went up to the dinosaur caves, Pismo Beach. Anybody know what I'm talking about? So I went out with a group. We had a, we had a, we had a guide with us, and we all learned the way to get into a kayak. And here it is, belly, butt, feet. Belly, butt, feet. Belly, butt, feet. Get your belly on the boat, on the kayak. Get your butt right there. Then you put your feet in. A lot of people try to put their feet in first, and the kayak goes over. Okay, so we got in the kayak. I got my wetsuit on. I got my helmet on. I'm feeling really good, and we're, we're paddling, and then I realize I'm in the ocean, and we see stuff down there swimming. We're not sure what it is. Some big old fish. I'm praying it's a, it's a fish. I'm praying it's good eating, and it doesn't want to eat me. Come on. And we get into the dinosaur caves, and we, we, we tour around. All these people are in there. And all of a sudden, the tide starts shifting, and I get thrown back into the back of the cave. And my guide, who was there, his name was Sean, he got everyone out of the cave except for me. And the tide is rising. Hello. And he comes back to me. I kept getting knocked off the kayak. One, two, three, four, five. I'm using all my adrenaline because I'm thinking about the tide rising, and I'm thinking about being stuck in the cave all night. All the other people, I can see them out there daylight. They're frustrated because they want to go on the rest of the tour, and the one guide is there stuck with me. So I remember belly, butt, feet. Belly, and every time I got on the kayak, the kayak went over, and I went underwater. Boom, boom. And now I'm depleted of energy. I have no grip left. I have no arm strength left. I'm just like, and he yells at me, if you don't get out now, you're going to be here all night. I can't wait for you. Thanks so much for being my guy. <laughs> no hope. <laughs> no encouragement. <laughs> no authenticity. Well, I guess he was being authentic, wasn't he? You don't matter to me, buddy. They do, and I got to get back. And I prayed. I prayed in English. I prayed in tongues. I prayed in Italian. I, whatever I had, man. Dear Lord. And my fear was rising while the tide was rising. And I got bashed into these, these sharp rocks. And I just thought to my, what? Why did I ever sign up for this? And I was so discouraged. And finally, he comes back. And he says, look, I'm going to throw you this rope. And I'm going to paddle for all life. I don't care if you're on the kayak, hanging on the kayak. I don't care if you're just on with your belly. I don't care how you get on. Get on the kayak. Hang on to the kayak because we're going. This is the last time. <clears throat> yes, sir. And he's paddling, and I got on, belly, butt, feet, and I start going, and I came out to the cheers of this group. 
The cheers were fake because they were just glad I finally got out so they could go on the rest of their tour. Why do I share that with you? Because I know a lot of people right now that are stuck. They kind of, they're trying to get on a kayak. They're trying to get on something of hope to get to where they want to go. And they're not going to be able to do it without encouragement. And they're not going to be able to do it without a lifeline. And I just believe this with all my heart. That God wants to use people like you and me to spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Not, not stop meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but what's the rest? Encouraging one another. Find ways to encourage other people. Find ways to, to pay attention to the needs that they have. To listen. To listen to what they say. And then to ask God how you might be able to use that to encourage them. People are looking for hope and authenticity. And what I know about this is that when we embrace hope ourselves, we allow hope to flow to others. When we speak encouraging words, not discouraging words. When we say things like, I believe in you, I see you, I see that you're anointed. I know that you have a gift that you can share. I, I know that you have a business that can, that can help meet the needs of others. I, I, I know that as you teach in school, you're investing in the next generation. Or I know as you're teaching our children here at, at LFC, like Melissa and her team do in our next service, that they're making a difference. And we get to be the wind in someone's sails or the rope and the encouragement. Come on! You could paddle out with us. I'm going to give it all I got, but you got to give it all you got too. And we're going to get to daylight and smooth sailing. And by the way, the rest of the trip, all of a sudden, I got new, new energy, new adrenaline. I was paddling. I was beating the rest of the group after I thought I had given it all up. Some of you feel like you've given it all up. You've got no more left. But God wants to use you. God wants to bless you. And God wants to use you to encourage others around us. Lord, use us to be your hands, to be your heart, to be your feet. Use us to be your heart to someone who's lost their hope. And we pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Everybody said amen. Amen. I told you it wouldn't be too long. Here we go. We hope you enjoyed today's message. Please visit us at mylfc.com for more information about our church. Thank you so much for listening.